welcome to another Soli Hole podcast. On this podcast, we're going to chat through some of Soli Hole's top news stories this week and also some of the fun things to do and see in town this week as well. My name is Claire Bullivant from the Soli Hole Observer and I'm here at the Soli Hole Bid today with my co-host, CEO of the Bid itself, Melanie Palmer. Hello. Hello, hello. It's just you and me today chatting through some of the news stories this week, Mel. And first of all, every week we do seem to get new listeners. So perhaps this is an opportunity to just explain what the bid is all about again, as quite a few of our stories this week are all about things that you yourself are doing for us for this great town so thank you Claire what exactly do you do (laughs) (laughs) yeah well the bid is it stands for business improvement district and I think because we work so closely with businesses sometimes the public are kind of missed out of the comms on that so they do say what what is a bid we get this asked every day Um, and so business improvement district we're a not-for-profit funded business funded company um, and we're here to do what it says on the tin slightly in that we're here to improve the the business area and the district of Solihull Town Centre. It's a a designated area, almost moated. uh, The town centre is like moated by the businesses around the the edge of the town. And we have um, around 500 businesses that we look after and they all pay into the scheme. Bids have a five-year tenure. So um, they can kick us out if we're rubbish. And you're up for (laughs) renewal again, aren't you? Yes, we're up for renewal, yeah. So um, we have a five-year tenure. We've been here for nine years. So we got through a a second tenure uh, uh, four years ago. And we're coming up for renewal in October. So it's down to the businesses again to say, hey, you're doing a great job and we want to carry on paying the funding for this. um, Or we don't think you're doing a good job and we'd like you to leave. The big misconception is it's not between us and another bid. It's actually, do you want a bid or not want a bid? How can they not want you? You you guys are just doing so (laughs) many amazing things. Um, Starting off, actually, on your column this week, page 12 of the Solihull Observer, all about the homeless problem at the moment we're facing in Solihull. And you guys seem to be tackling it straight on. Maybe you could explain a little bit what you're doing about that. Sure, yeah. Um, this is what bids do really well. So this is a good example of what bids all across the country. There's around 350 bids in the UK oh, at the wow. moment. Oh, wow, I didn't realise there were so many. Yeah, yeah. Um, it a- is actually an idea that migrated across from um, New Zealand into America and then over to here um, 15 years ago. So that's its origins. Um, but this is what we do really well is that we, we because we're business funded, but there's a level of autonomy Um, for us to be able to see a problem um, chat to our businesses about it get the business response on it uh, and and act so it's the speed of how we can deliver our projects which is gives us that little edge I think against um, maybe other organizations saying that obviously we know we have to work in partnership with the council with the police uh, and all the intervention teams and that can't always be easy it's it's not because we as i've just said we work at this pace Mm. we work at a business pace we move with businesses and often you'll find with councils and other organizations take a while (laughs) they are constrained you Mm. know it isn't their fault but they are constrained by all the bureaucracy that goes with the um the role so we 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 carry on and we keep banging the drum and i'm sure i'll become incredibly annoying um, to some people (laughs) but we do end up getting the the job done Uh, and so this is what's been happening with the um, enforcement officers and the 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 uh, column about spare some change it's because we've seen a real transformation in the high high street of people coming in in a position to beg or um, you know coming in asking our lovely 
visitors to the town centre for spare change or for food when we do know that in fact the majority of these people aren't um, homeless they're not rough sleepers they are actually coming in to either fund unfortunately a habit Mm. uh, or, or substance misuse or just because they want to get some money um, there are people there that may be on, on benefits, um, they're living in a, in a, a flat or a house, um, but they're coming in to a sort of add to their income by begging. I'm not saying this is solely whole, but there was a documentary recently in TV, I think in London somewhere, yeah. and the beggars were you know, collecting money all day, and they, some of them were making nearly £1,000 a day, yeah. and then going around the corner and jumping in their BMW and going and you know home, and mm. it's just something needs yeah. to be done, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, and I think we, we, there's, there's a real, it's a really sticky problem, mm. because of the, whichever way you look at it, there's the real moral issue of what's what's happened to these people what is the what has caused them to be in a position to be begging or rough sleeping obviously it's always going to be a really difficult tangled um story that they may have their backstory really legit obviously yeah but the the one thing i do know for sure is that in soli hall there is no need in soli hall town center categorically no need for somebody to, to be sleeping in rough in our town centre and that's because the agencies that are through the council and the professionals and the interventionists they can provide accommodation they can provide food they can provide clothing they can provide the mental health support they can provide um, all of the programs to get people back into society and help them with addictions Sully Hall is amazing for that and that's that really sets us apart I have to state, state that that these are the professionals that I'm, I'm trying to assist with the things that we're doing um, as a bid. So there is absolutely no reason for anybody to be rough sleeping in Surrey Hall Town Centre. Wow, because I'm just looking at the figures here in your column. In 2017, you had 30 reports to you. Correct. Um, 2018, 60. And then to date from this year in January, you've already had 630. That's correct. What has happened to create this huge... Infl- is it that people think that it is an easy way of getting money or... Is it, um, I don't know, is this really um, like politically incorrect to say, is it people from other countries coming to Britain? And I don't know, what is it? I would, th- I would say it's a, it's a combination of things. I think, uh, I think w- what we're finding is, and um, it is a difficult, uh, co- co- you know, content to talk about, but I think um, because people aren't stopped from doing something, because you are allowed to do it, it has a knock-on effect. So people have come and tested the water in Surly Hall. They've realised that people in Surly Hall are giving them up to £200 a day. Mm. Um, so And they're not being stopped. They can come in, they can bring in their belongings, they can bring in uh, bedding. Um, we've had tents, we've had a full-size mattress cardboard houses um all of this being brought into the town center and never being stopped or challenged so you can imagine that the message on the street and there is a fraternity Mm. of of rough sleepers and people who do beg um and so they will be saying to people well you should try soli hall because you will not be stopped from doing anything Mm. and that message of of soli hall being a soft touch has really exacerbated the problem and the generosity i would say that that soli hall are so 
all our visitors and guests to Surly Hall, they are just so, so generous. I'm guilty. I often throw <laughs> pounds in and I just think yeah. I'm doing good, but you think there's better ways to give money. You suggest Absolutely. using this website called Absolutely. Change. Yeah. So Mayor of the West Midlands, um, Andy Street, he set up a project called Change Into Action. And so we wanted Surly Hall to sign up to this as well. So working in partnership with the council, we've pushed to make sure that we are part of that. So if anybody wants to go onto changeintoaction.org um, website, they will see all of the good stuff that Birmingham's doing and now Soli Hall are joining that scheme as well. We've got some brilliant shops on the high street that have tins that people can put their spare change into. Um, that's in Sporting Barbers and Spec Savers and then also in Touchwood uh and in william hill as well so if people are really feeling they want to help that's what they should be doing because that money is helping the professionals get to so those instead people. of the money going to people that might not necessarily need it it's going to the organizations such as mental health and it is, yeah counseling yeah. and things like that and housing um and, and and helping people back into work you know, and giving people training and giving people um, support, which is what they need. And, and obviously to give people help to um, come off any addiction that they're currently on. Um, because sadly, that just seemed to be the overwhelming reason for people to be on the streets and, and begging. So, um, you know, it's something that we're really keen to move on. Uh, we're doing lots of fundraising at the moment for it, but all in partnership, um, as I say, with, with the council, with change into action. So. And busking. We have, like, lots of lovely buskers on the high street. We, we can still keep giving money to them, right? <laughs> buskers, yeah. <laughs> we do have some fantastic bu- buskers on our high street. So, yeah, yeah, definitely buskers. And, and big issue. It's all, that's all a legitimate, fabulous thing that people are doing. So, yes, please do support those people. But... Um, Maybe just think twice before you, you, you do go to give somebody some money that's that's in a position to beg or, you know, sort of showing you that they're potentially rough sleeping. And you're also, um, you've got a couple of new faces on the high street. Oh, we do. Page five in this week's paper. Um, some officers. So you really are taking on the police <laughs> policing of our high streets now, aren't you? Well, Tell us about this. So we, we just feel as though we've got our amazing town hosts. So we have four town hosts who are our business eyes and ears out and about. You'll see them, they're called the purple people, uh, affectionately known as. And they will be out and about, going into businesses, looking after businesses, checking everybody's okay, passing on any communications, keeping everybody as a tight community. They're absolutely brilliant um, they're all first um, first aid trained they're all mental health first aiders um, they're dementia friends aware and they really do help with the visitor experience and also f- to help our businesses flourish however they're not employed to work um, to de- detect and deter and disrupt business crime Mm-hmm. So we've brought in our two new superstars. Who, Jason and Liz. Jason and Liz. Well, Jason seems to have a fan club. Jason's very good looking, in fact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just looking at Jason. I'm in the photo. He does. He looks. Um, he looks almost American in the outfit and everything yeah, as well. Yeah. You can imagine him like breaking up a fight or something, can't you? He is just so amazing. And Liz is too. And we've just seemed to. We've done lots of interviews, and we've worked with um, ESG. Uh, gone through the the organisation ESG to recruit. However, um, they just seem to be perfect. Mm. And um, Jason has got... We've had lots of comments on cellular updates. Mm -hmm. And um, so obviously lots of positive stuff there about Jason. But they have already managed to stop two big uh, shoplifters um, with um, nearly £1,000 worth of stock, which has been returned to the stores. Um, They've been able to help somebody with some 
domestic abuse on the high street. They've stopped two lots of gangs who were becoming a complete nuisance with bikes on the high street um, and lots more stuff underneath. So they, so they are kind of being like the policemen on our high streets, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. Yes, they are. They are. They don't have the powers of police. This is what we need to um, sort of understand. But also saying that this is a good example of how it works in partnership um when somebody was deterred from um taking some stock from a store um jason deterred them and um he sort of had to he called the police and he had to detain that person until the police arrived and then that person has been arrested and has got, gone on to um you know have the um the, the correct punishment if you will for that because so, of course anyone can make a citizen's arrest yes, but it helps so, if you're like jason a big burly <laughs> you know looking yeah. like an officer or yeah. straight out of the american yeah. sort of army or something but um and liz is amazing and she looks incredible as well she looks like she, she means business she is great because she's a real talker so she's able to say to people you know if they are misbehaving and things like that she can talk to them and say this is the reasons why we're asking you to stop um she's great at diffusing any situations and uh, she's got lots of experience as well um she's got close protection um accreditation too so that they're just they're just fabulous and we've only had them here now for um I think it's 12 days and the amount of um uh, issues that they have managed to solve or diffuse or deter has have just been super duper they really are great and i'm very very proud of them brilliant and of course because there's big news as well at the moment about the police station um yeah. you can read it on page four of this week's paper Solihull Police Station, it's going to remain open until a suitable alternative is found but it's it's sad, isn't it, thinking yeah. that all these police stations and things are yeah. closing down all over the country, not just in Solihull, Hall, but, yeah. you know, Boris has made these promises of putting 2,000 more police exactly. officers on the streets and things, but obviously that's going to take time to happen. Yeah. And it is important, isn't, isn't it, Mel, to have somewhere on the high street or close to the town centre where people can go in and report yeah. or just have that sense of community. I think you're, you're so right. And um, I think the main thing is and the message that we get back from our businesses and from the general public with the town hosts or with the enforcement officers is that um, they want to speak to somebody. They want to report something. They want to tell you that they're worried about a certain person that's come into the their their store or people they've seen on the high street. They want someone that they can speak to. And sadly, with the austerity measures and the government cuts, it's not the police's fault mm. because they just haven't got the funding allocated to them to put a bobby back on the beat. So you will see increasingly, I think, moving into the future, unless Boris really does, mm. <laughs> you know, we do see a difference. But even... I believe we, even with the police officers he will allocate, it certainly won't be getting people back onto the beat to be community um, police officers. So I think you will see increasingly, and particularly through the bids across the country, almost a private policing force coming in mm. um, because people want that person to speak to. They don't want to wait on a phone. No, um, unless know. it's an emergency. No. You can be hanging on for ages, can't yeah, you? yeah. Um, I mean, I have to say at this point, if it's fast response and 999, they are brilliant. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Emergencies, yeah. they're incredible. And, they, and we have just won um, an award or been voted yeah. to be one of the most incredible ambulance and, um, you know, 
what's it called? Emergency, Emergency. that's the word I'm looking for. In the country, we've just actually, in this area, received um, an outstanding rating. So that's all good news. But it is the sort of day-to-day contact of just popping into the police station, even reporting things like you've lost a bike. or You often don't want to ring 999, do you? Or um, you might just be passing. Or if you've got someone who needs a bit of help. or It's just, they're so important and it's such a shame. And they're only closing this police station because it's only being used... 20% of the occupancy so I'm just I'm thinking why can't they just rent out the other floors or something I know it's if there should be some mixed use and things like that I know there'll be an awful lot of um uh, data protection and, and sensitivities there that they'll be um, concerned about. But it does make you wonder whether there could not be some sort of community um, space that they could use it for or, you know, an alternative, as you say, because mm. it's a shame, isn't it, to lose your central hub. Maybe they'll shrink it down. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe. Um, on to another story now. This is all about Morrisons and the people oh, of Shirley are grouping together and they've got this petition going, trying to save one of their favourite stores which is Morrison's. What do we feel about this? Well, I think there were four stores, weren't there, that were earmarked for closure. And I must admit, I was quite shocked when they said Shirley was one of them. And it's a bit close for home, if you will. Um, But I do think that the people that have looked at the closures will have done a lot of homework on where to close. And um, sadly, because there's the different offers that are coming in and they're renovated, there's a huge Aldi's, I believe, opening opposite. It, it is a sign of the times. And whilst it's really sad, I'm not 100% sure um, what a petition can do. Um, maybe this has happened in the past, but I've not really ever known a huge closure like that to be affected by a petition. So mm. uh, I do feel sorry for um, Shirley because they don't want to see anything that large in their business community close. Um, we would be mortified if it was Surly Hall's part store. Of, part of Surly Hall bid, you don't have anything to do with the other areas like Knoll or Shirley? No, no. no. We, we just literally, because we're funded by the businesses in the town centre and just the businesses in the town centre, everything we do needs to benefit them. Right. Um, and we, It doesn't mean we work in a silo and just look inwards, though. We do obviously feel the impact of things that are happening around us so it is really sad to see anything close in our our nearest town which is Shirley. Mm. Well if you do want to sign the petition you never know it might get to the big bosses up there at Morrison's HQ you can sign the petition on change.org and just search for Morrison's in Shirley and who knows you might be able to just help them stay open but who knows. Um, Mel you've been amazing is there anything that you guys just don't do though here in Soli Hall. I don't know how we coped before you were here. I could do with you on my re-election campaign. <laughs> do you want to send me out? Because I do, yeah. like every single week. I And also the column that you write in our paper every other week. I just think... You, you spin so many, you keep so many plates in the air and you, it's not just all the things that you do, it's the communication and the awards that you put on and I, seriously, who did it all before you guys arrived? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think it's, I think the beauty of what we do yeah, and the same for all bids, I'm assuming across the country and, and lots that I know of that are absolutely brilliant. Um, is because you recreate that village feel. Even if you're in a city, Leeds bid, for instance, they're still recreating that village feel. Know your business neighbour. Know how to help your business neighbour. Appreciate what you want changed. 
um, discuss, communicate, and the bid is there to support and help. And because I've said before, we are business funded, we have those funds allocated to us every year, guaranteed. So we're able to say, this is our plan and this is how we're going to change things. And that makes us quite unique and quite powerful um, to get things done. So, uh, yeah, it's, it is a great job to be in. It is a fabulous job because you do see the differences um, that you can make. So, And you did say that you are up for re-election, as yeah. it were, soon. Yes. <laughs> can, how can companies and businesses around here help you? Um, so uh, businesses, all the businesses in the town centre will receive um, a notification of going to ballot and that will be later in September. And then our ballot papers are released and the ballot is run from the 1st of October to the 31st of October. Um, so businesses in the town centre, if you're listening, look out for your ballot paper and just hopefully if you, you feel we're doing a great job, we hope that you're going to be voting yes to, you know for us and anybody who wants to know more about the bid um, whether you're a bid business whether you're a general public whatever we're always pleased to speak to you um, so do go onto our website Surly Hall Bid and all our contact details are on there and also speak to the people purple pe- pe- purple people. <laughs> people people in purple people in purple that's it yes yeah. Yeah, find yeah. them in the high street and yeah. say hello yeah oh well thank you so much mel you've been incredible and um yeah really good luck we'll keep everyone updated obviously in the observer with how it's all going and we we love your column every other week hopefully it'll be weekly one day soon but um yeah you've been incredible thank you oh thank you very much bye For all the things to do and see this week, it's Claire Bullivant with this week's What's On Guide. Hi there, this is Claire and I'm back with a few ideas of things going on over the coming days in the Solihull area that you might like to check out. Starting on Saturday the 31st of August, there's a high summer craft fair happening at Mel Square on the High Street and Mill Lane all day from 9am until 5.30pm. These craft fairs, you can pick up some amazing items locally and also from abroad and they're organised really well by Skets who always do a great job. If you ever want to showcase your own craft talents or need further information about the events, do check out their website skets.co.uk. Also on Saturday, for all you art lovers out there, there's a JJ Adams showcase and artist appearance happening at Eton Fine Art. This is a showcase of his upcoming Rule Britannia collection. And also, the first 50 people through the doors at 1pm will receive a special limited edition JJ Adams mixtape. Sounds very retro, doesn't it? Do try and get yourself along and let me know what the mixtape is all about if you get one. That's 1pm at Eton Fine Arts. And if you feel like doing something good this weekend, the Kingshurst Literary Litter Pickers are back at Kingshurst Library in Kingshurst, 10.30am until 12 noon there. In three months, these guys, along with the Smiths Wood Litter Pickers, they've cleared over 10 tonnes of rubbish. How amazing is that? Well done, guys. We really appreciate you. If you feel like you can help, do pop down. All the equipment is provided through Love Soli Hole, which is part of the Soli Hole Council. They're a great group of people, and that's 10.30 on Saturday at Kingshurst Library. Then on Saturday afternoon, it's the Glitter House Summer Sessions Day Party happening at the Beach House on the Warwick Road in Soli Hole. 3 p.m. start there, going all the way through the night until 11 p.m. Always great fun there, great 
spa, fantastic people. I love their events. There's also a beach party going down at Acamba on Tithe Barn Lane in Shirley. DJ Kurt Silver tells me he'll be playing classic soul, R&B, disco, retro, electro, reggae and many more from a spectacular decade. 6pm until late there. There's also an Ollie Mers and Bruno Mars tribute night happening at the lake at Barston on Saturday. You get a three-course meal, live entertainment, disco and a late bar. It's always super fun. Tickets are going quick for this one. Do get your tickets from thelakeatbarston.co.uk. And there's also a 60s, 70s and 80s party night going down at the Alton Tavern, Load Lane in Solihull on Saturday evening as well, featuring Vinyl Revival, all the classics from the best of glam to the best of wham. I like that line, best of glam to the best of wham. 9pm start there. Have a lovely weekend, everyone. And remember, if you have an event going on, do let us know so we can let everyone know. Thanks again to Mel Palmer from Solihull Bid for such a fantastic interview. Have a lovely week and Mel and I will be back next week and hopefully the full gang will be with us, including Ian Rogers from What's On Solihull and Jeff O'Brien from Solihull Radio. From me at the Solihull Observer, thanks for listening and have a great week. (laughs) 